Hi, thanks for joining me on Stay Tuned. You know, for those of you who have been with me for a while, you know I have a little bit of a different definition for classic TV. My view of classic is that it's a show that was a really good show and it's no longer on the air. So typically I'm writing and researching shows from 40 to 70 years ago, but every once in a while I sneak in a more recent series. And in this one, um, this is about the show Trial and Error, and I call this episode the true crime of trial and error was canceling it too early. So in 2017, a very different type of show aired called Trial and Error. For those of you who didn't watch it, it was a spoof of documentaries and reality legal shows. It's humorous hard to describe. It was created by Jeff Astroff. He was a producer uh, for a variety of shows, including The New Adventures of Old Christine and Veronica's Closet and Matt Miller, who was supervising producer for Las Vegas. So they created the show for NBC, and it was produced by Warner Brothers. Astroff discussed how he got the idea for Trial and Error. He was watching The Staircase, which was a show documenting the trial of Michael Peterson, accused of murdering his wife. He thought he could turn it into a comedy mockumentary. Peterson is a novelist who lives in North Carolina, and he was accused of pushing both his wife and a family friend down the staircase. I know it doesn't sound like an idea for a funny show, but that's what happened. I'm not one for the Dumb and Dumber type movies, so this is not that. It was based on character, and the little town where the action takes place might have been the biggest character of all. On Trial and Error followed New York attorney Josh Segal, um, played by Nicholas D'Agosto, and I hope I didn't murder his name, uh, when his firm sends him to the small town of East Peck in South Carolina to represent Larry Henderson, played by the great John Lithgow. He's accused of murdering his wife. Henderson is a poet who lives in South Carolina and was accused of pushing both his wives through windows. The first season introduced us to Josh's legal team of Anne Flatch, played by Sherry Shepard, and Dwayne Reed, played by Stephen Boyer. Reed is a fumbling former police officer and the lead investigator. Flatch is the researcher and assistant. She's very smart and often solves many of the mysteries, but she's plagued with dozens of syndromes which affect her health, sometimes at the worst possible times. Some of her disorders include prosapamnesia, dyslexia, involuntary emotional expression disorder, Stendhal syndrome. This causes her to faint when witnessing great beauty. Foreign accent syndrome, nocturnal legothalamus, backwards cheerleader syndrome, and an even stranger condition where her left hand operates independently of her wishes. She also suffers from face blindness, so she can't see who the person is talking to her very often, especially when she's upset. And when she's upset, she laughs hysterically. The eccentric poetry professor Henderson is portrayed by John Lithgow and his daughter Summer by Krista Rodriguez. Josh and assistant district attorney Carolyn Keene, played by Jema Mays, butt heads and eventually succumb to the attraction that surrounds them when they get together. No matter how hard Josh works, Larry always does or says something to make himself look guilty. Every time Josh figures out one mystery, it leads to another problem for his client. There's also a lot of subtle humor, such as when Larry walks out of a room, we see him wearing an O.J. Simpson jersey. Not only does Josh have a pair of eccentric co-workers, but his office is part of the local taxidermy shop. Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the show and plan to, ignore this paragraph. Both the original Peterson case and the fictional Henderson case involved birds as a defense to murder. 
In Peterson's case, the legal team was not willing to put their client's life on the line with that defense. But in Henderson's case, Josh tells Dwayne and Anne to say the first thing that pops into their heads, and Dwayne says, bird, birds fly into windows all the time. The finale reveals that Margaret was killed by an owl. <clears throat> Season 2 finds Josh let go by his firm and living in East Peck. He's hired by Lavinia Peck Foster, played by Kristen Chenoweth, and she is also accused of murder. Lavinia, one of the town's most beloved citizens, finds her husband's body stuffed in a suitcase in her car. If you haven't seen the series, the following description might give you a better indication of Lavinia. Chenoweth says she based the character on Lisa Vanderpump, Carol Burnett, Madeline Kahn, Julie Andrews, Dolly Parton, and Hannibal Lecter. In season two, we see Carol Ann obviously pregnant. We assume Josh is the father, but you can never assume anything in East Peck, because just when you think you have things figured out, a new twist appears. We are also introduced to Nina Rudolph, played by Amanda Payton, in season two. She's a podcast host who also really relocates from New York to East Peck to follow Lavinia's trial. She ends up in a romantic triangle with Josh and Carol, with Josh uncertain where his heart's being pulled. A variety of other characters show up in seasons one and two who live in East Peck and have definite opinions on the guilt or innocence of the accused. In Larry's case, it's revealed that the newspaper thinks Henderson is the fourth leading cause of death in East Peck. The third is cannonballs, which are fired off at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. daily. The town itself has a lot of funny traditions and laws. For example, water skiing with a cat is only a misdemeanor. Sometimes the coroner lists the cause of death as just because. Astroff described East Peck as a town of 600 residents where 400 of them are not quite right. One of the things that hit me as funny and should not be is that the town has a law that any woman driver must be preceded by a man on foot waving flags yelling, woman driver, woman driver, it makes me really mad I laugh at that, but I do it every time. Spoiler alert too. Unlike Larry, Josh realizes that Lavinia is actually the killer. However, we have an understanding of her and realize she is also a victim. She was molded into the golden debutante of East Peck and brought up to do whatever she wanted. It was always fixed and everything was okay. She is a sympathetic murderer. Her last speech is, at the end of the day, life is just a journey. If you're lucky, you don't have to take that journey alone. If you're one of the blessed few, you take that journey with someone you love and you hold them forever. And we can take comfort in knowing all our journeys end in the same place, a hole in the ground. It's not the speech or series ending you anticipate, and much of the show is not what you ever anticipate. We also learn in the last episode that Josh is not the father of Carol's baby, but he's still with her when she gives birth because he's Josh. Although the show received a lot of praise from critics, NBC declined to renew it for a third season, and there were no other networks willing to take it on. Rotten Tomatoes gave the first year an 86% rating based on 35 reviews. The second season jumped to 91% with 11 reviews. I was on the fence when I heard the show was on the fall schedule, but it was truly funny. It was created with a great attention to detail and consistency. Like I mentioned... Um, in the past, say Night Court, you have to have the perfect cast for a show, and this is the same way. It could so easily just be over-the-top, stereotypical, and not funny. Even Anne, with all her syndromes, is believable and likable. That's one of the great things about the show. Josh is able to put aside his New York judgments of the people in the town. 
their craziness becomes normal for him, and you can tell he truly likes his co-workers and his clients. Astroff was interviewed for the Under the Armor, sorry, UnderTheRadarMag.com by Steve King on January 29th, 2019. In that article, Astroff discussed the actors in the cast. He said Nick was the glue that holds the show together. He said Nick was able to project a goofiness without putting his legal ability in jeopardy. He continued saying, without him, everything would fall apart because you need someone who can not only do the show slow burn, but generate comedy and likability and sexiness, but in a goofy way. I have nothing but positive things to say about Nick. Astroff also revealed his appreciation for the entire cast. I'm so blessed to work with this group. You've never seen anything like it. You've never seen a nicer cast. Of Lithgow, he said, nobody could have played Larry with the same pathos that John has, or the comedy. He said of Boyer, well, Stephen is just a genius, and when he auditioned, we had never even heard of him. About Shepard, he said, we just fell in love with her. Anne was written to be a bit of a hangdog, and when Sherry came in, we were like, you can give this character any affliction, and she's going to be upbeat. There are so many rapid-fire puns and great lines, it's hard to catch them all. While most viewers found season two their favorite, there is something charming about Lithgow's performance as Larry that makes season one my favorite, but not by a huge margin. This show is so unlike anything else on television. Its writing was so great and its characters so likable and quirky, it made my brain think differently while watching it. Just so you don't have to take my word for that on the show, I'll end with a review from Labman40649. This is from uh, IMDB website. And the title was Hilarious, and his review states, This is the funniest television show I have ever seen in the last 25 years. My family and I laugh the entire length of the show until we are crying. Keep up the awesome work. You are the true kings and queens of comedy. The entire cast is beyond brilliant. I truly hope this show will be on as long as Gunsmoke was. Unfortunately, in an era of so many shows that are underwhelming and unbearable with bad writing, this creative, unbelievably funny, and well-written show just couldn't get the green light.